Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ahoy hoy, everybody. Welcome to Talking Simpsons, where we feel a great sadness in our bosoms at all times. Uh, that, that's a that's a reference coming up. Uh, this is Bob Mackey, your host. And who else is here today? What, your name one more time. Uh, my name is Bob Mackey. Oh, that feels so good in my ears. Who else is here today? Christopher Antista. And H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, Henry. And I have a I have a handicap of eight on, mm. on putting. I don't know what mine is, but we're going to be talking about Dead Putting Society today. By the way, this is Laser Time Podcast Network's Chronological Simpsons Exploration. Mm-hmm. And this episode aired on November 15th, 1990. Chris, what happened on this magical day in history? 25 years ago almost. Oh, boy, Bobby. Oh, this week in Simpsons News, the Iraqi government announces it will start releasing American hostages starting on Christmas Day. Pop group Millie Vanilli are revealed to be a pair of lip-syncing frauds. Ah. And Time Warner announces an all-new cable station called the American Lawyer Media Channel. What the hell? Which was shortened to Court TV and eventually ah. turned into True TV. And ah. once again, we do this to showcase how long The Simpsons has been on the air. I want to say R.A.P. Rob or Fab, whichever one of those guys <laughs> uh, the buffer took one. their own I, life. I think it was um, Rob. Yeah. It was the guy who went bum, bum. But there were basically like two German white guys doing the vocals for that, right? Or yeah. something like older, oh, much older men. Two models. Oh, the people. No, no. They, yeah, these, these, they were German models mm-hmm. of, of varying ethnicity. Mm-hmm. It was hard to pin down. What it was really, was. yeah. Well, you put a zoot suit on somebody. It's <laughs> crazy. But they were the pretty face who sang over uh, ugly, ugly people with good voices. Like, right. well, they were like forty-year-old studio singers. And That's true, and I think it's, under, it's understood now that no pop singer actually sings their own music or writes it. I think we're much less innocent now. Uh, well, it, where it's like if you pay to see Miley Cyrus, you're paying to see her lip sync to something keep, from a thousand feet away, right? I keep pimping. If you haven't seen her on Netflix, it's a great documentary, The Wrecking Crew. And it is about the most fam- most unfamous studio musicians who wrote every song, and they only fell out of fashion because like the people decided they only wanted authentic music. I see. Written okay. and sung. So I do think you have to sing. You have to sing on your albums. You cannot have a stand-in. I you, see. But like lip syncing in shows. That's just a. And I went to. I went to a long time ago. Went to a No Limit Soldier concert, <laughs> and everybody wow. there unanimously agreed it was the worst shit we've ever paid money to see because they put on the album and just talked over it. Wow. And like, and, and just, yeah, and just kind of did the same, just lip synced over their own album. Did the Simpsons ever have a Millie Vanilli joke? I just remember them being on Super Mario Brothers, super, uh, the Mario 3 show, but... Really? Yeah, it's a, it's a lost that. episode because they did put it on the DVDs, but they had to replace the music because they weren't paying for the Millie Vanilli music <laughs> they played true. on ABC Saturday morning. No, it's true. I think there was a Simpsons parody called Funky See Funky Do. Funky See Funky yeah. Do. But I don't know what the uh, the joke was. But I don't think it was about lip syncing. No. no but, yeah, no. but it was a clearly a Millie Vanilli. But it was it was reference. beyond lip syncing. It, it's fascinating. It just, they weren't the singers. No. I don't think we ever. It's a Blue Traveler video come to life. They won and a Grammy. Later, Ashley Simpson relived the same nightmare you, twenty years later. I point that out because last season, I that was one of the news I pointed out that Millie they had not been revealed as frauds yet, mm. and now they have. Wow. And. Yes, that is this week in Simpsons history. This, is, I love this. I love how colorful this episode is. 
I did not get the reference in the title, though. I still have not seen Dead Poets Society. I have think have you seen it? I have. I it's... thought I had, and then I saw like you know one of those awful Facebook meme quote things, and like I don't remember that. <laughs> I, like, I, maybe I haven't is, seen this. I remember the community parody of Dead Poets yes. Society, where it's <laughs> yeah. the guy. It's like seize the day, stand on top of your desk, and, and that's it. Is very true. Like it, maybe it's not cool to make fun of Dead Poets Society because it stars the late Robin Williams, but yeah, it is. It is cornball and cliche and overly earnest of just like this teacher that inspires. Students who I'd like to point out, I have a comprehensive article on lasertimepodcast.com called Every Dead Simpsons Guest Star Ever. Mm, that's great. And I constantly pointed out, what about Robin Williams? I'm like, bro, he's never on the show. He's yeah, never that, on the show. That's a real misstep, I think. He, it's weird. Yeah. I, like, really? 25 years, not, not the most prominent comedian of my lifetime? You never had him on? But what was this episode? This episode is all about a miniature golf contest, but it is really like... <laughs> it uh, seems so quaint. The first real Flanders episode, yes. I think, where it's like oh, Flanders yeah. is not just in the background. He's a, he's a prominent character, and he's yeah. really just a foil to Homer. Mm-hmm. He's like He and his family are the perfect family and set up and opposed to Homer's bad family. It, 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 well, just setting up, beyond a minor, minor annoyance in Homer's life, a rivalry it starts to emerge. Right, and right. then like that, that continues to this, well, well to this day, Harry Shearer is willing to participate. He wasn't just a two minute joke guy who showed up yeah. like I have something that's better than you Homer this was the introduction of Maud it was the introduction of his obscene of Christianity and yes. turn the other cheek <laughs> that's right like all that and it, 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 when you get when you put him next to Flanders it juxtaposes the Simpsons to me read pretty normal not white trashy but I love whenever they're with the Flanders they appear more Blue yeah, like the than ever. upper middle class Protestant family. Because yeah. the, the the camping episode, whatever it's called, we did in the first season. Right, like, he calls the Simpsons. I get you, I get your mail every once in a while. You only make a couple bucks more than me <laughs> yeah. a month, and but then like I love, his rumpus room shows he makes a lot more. Th- oh, I, I love beautiful. this joke. I don't want to kick off with line of the show, but I love Homer's response to this. <laughs> There's a tasty little lager that came all the way from Holland. Well, beggars can't be choosy. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's been so though long. Ned Ugh, wouldn't ew, have, Holland. Though that Ned wouldn't have the Ned of today wouldn't have a beer tap. Though they actually brought it back in later episodes, like in the mm-hmm. Movementarian. That's episode, right. Yeah, the Joy of Sect. It's called. Mm-hmm. They the, him having a beer tap in his rumpus room is is still re- referenced again. But. He does. Yeah, and I feel like it's so great in that Ned is not a bad guy. No, he does not realize he's bragging, but he's like the ultimate nice neighbor. Yeah. Like he will invite you into his very nice house and mm-hmm. pour you a beer and serve you food but homer just feels very insecure about everything yes. that's happening it's just like I, I think at some point homer snaps when he's invited over to the neds and he just goes off on this rant do you have any no, part of that i do i, I do. love I, I, well i love what makes him snap too because it was, it's rod with the most innocuous yeah i don't have ever. that part and then flanders says children are a trial sometimes like what and so right after that all right knock it off Knock what off, Simpson? You've been rubbing my nose in it since I got here. Your family is better than my family. Your beer comes from farther away than my beer. You and your son like each other. Your wife's butt is higher than my wife's butt. You make me sick. Simpson, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I hope you understand. I wouldn't stay on a bet. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think the thing about his wife's butt didn't yeah. really hit me until now. Like, oh, yeah, wow, that's either. that's really I had personal. To think about that. Is that really what I look for in a butt? That it's yeah. higher? I guess that was Homer's reasoning of like this butt is perkier. It's a proud and butt. According yeah. to everything else, Marge is like the hottest person in well, Springfield. Well, I think that's because the artists like to draw. <laughs> yeah. The artists sometimes take Marge was in Playboy, but Maude Flanders was not. Yeah, well, she Mar- was dead by then. That's true. Uh, that, that, that's great in the commentaries that they reference, like, Mike Reese just offhandedly says, I wish she wasn't dead. Oh, well, anyway. And they just move <laughs> so on. I got three notes to rattle off before we start this, before we get further into it. I think lamest couch gag ever. Uh, is the, that the one with what Maggie, is that, like, and, the Maggie and the hair? Is no, that, just the oh. dog and the cat are there on the couch. Oh, yeah. That's it. If you go back to season one, I'm sure there was a lamer one. Oh, they all just, like, jump just on at the once. The dog jumping on the couch. There's nothing to it. They don't lick anybody. They just stare at the television. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's directed by Rich Moore, yep. uh, wreck of Wreck-It Ralph fame. Oh, and yeah. I, to this day, might be a, low, or a territorial thing. I don't know what crabgrass is. <laughs> I don't. Be I, nice. We call it ilfgrass. Yeah. Well, we don't own yards. If we own yards, we might. <laughs> I'm saying, growing up in Florida, where like grass will grow whether you want it to. It's or a not. different kind of grass that's bad for some reason. I guess. I guess. We, I don't know. I'm sure all like, apartment well, dwellers. Yeah. Uglier, in big city. I believe it's uglier grass that will then replace your nice grass. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like of, patchier grass. Of how ancient the Simpsons look. I know they're making a point about Homer's income with his lawnmower, but I have no like, human owns that lawnmower. I think when I was five, I my dad had one of those, mm-hmm. and like I bare like I bare have any context for a, a non-motorized lawnmower and don't even believe it'll work so <laughs> it's very uh called the simpsons because it starts yeah. off with bart mowing the lawn and like i think ned oh, like yeah. on a riding lawnmower so they're very much there are like a lot of callbacks to that episode in particular but You're sorry right. henry go ahead oh why well, also so something that uh really colors my viewing on this episode mm-hmm. was that when i first listened to the commentary track and it were, i i always remember this that the writers point out that Homer is angry the entire episode. Yeah, he really is. And yeah. never calms down. Like, this is... Homer is probably never angrier ever in the series in this episode. <laughs> he's angry at Bart and Flanders. Yeah. Like, he never lets it up. Like, it he's is. he's constantly just shouting at people. It, like, it's Rrr. juxtaposed with our biggest look at Flanders. I love every Flanders gag in this. I love... Is, I don't think this is the induction of, uh, introduction of Reverend Lovejoy, um, no. but I, lo- I just love this line from him. Honey, honey, wake up. <sighs> it sounds like Ned Flanders is having some sort of crisis. Oh, probably stepped on a worm. <laughs> <laughs> but Ned Flanders is the one who, like, after he kicks Homer out, is the one who develops the complex or the, yeah. the, is the bigger man I'm not perfect like Ned Flanders and him calling uh, Lovejoy is a running joke they use a few more times yeah. where he has him on speed dial and he will call him that's for the most trivial dated, things that's yeah. very dated joke speed dial like, oh, he's got him on speed dial same with um, I also like that Ned Ned's sleepwear this is the first time we've seen it hasn't really changed like they keep mm-hmm. that nightcap and green outfit like huh. when when Homer when Homer and, and Ned become friends in that episode he says I think I hate Homer Simpson like that's the same outfit he's wearing oh right yeah speaking of green that's the color of the Simpsons master bedroom in this episode I'm sure they're trying to make pink for night oh, but it's just right. like if I you look at it that. closely it's like a completely different color <laughs> I like I also now it's showing how how much empathy I have now I feel compared to as a kid I now feel really bad for Ned that they're all yeah. laughing at his letter hey, well, even like, Lisa is I mean so even oh, Marge is and even I, Marge I she has to excuse, excuse herself you are my brother <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and yet, I feel a great sadness <laughs> in my bosom. <laughs> bosom. Wait, wait, there's more. <laughs> I think that's terrible. A man opens his heart and you make fun of him. 
tries to write an apology letter for getting right. Homer out. Yeah, and so that's their Simpsons response to it. What happens was, like, Homer comes back home and complains to Marge about mm-hmm. how Ned is treating him. And he finds out, like, Ned is not really treating him the way he thinks he's being treated. So he goes out on a walk just to prove he's right. And he runs into Ned, and then Ned slips a, a note under his door, and then they read it the next morning. But you miss my favorite My favorite line is, like, it's Homer reading, Neighbors forever! Oh, no! I did love that line. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those rare jokes where it's like, Homer is trying to be funny and is funny. It is funny yeah, when the yeah. family can have a moment together in these early episodes. Like, they're yeah. all on the same page. They're all laughing at the same thing, mm-hmm. which is really cute. One, and Homer is being clever. Like, Neighbors forever! Oh, no! Like, that's him. <laughs> yeah. It's more cleverness than he's ever shown. And even Lisa is lacking in empathy at this point. Yes. She's like... Like, like a true little kid. Like well, this is early Lisa. Right. That, I mean, that's something I did love about the recent Halloween of Horrors episode mm-hmm. is that Lisa acts like a real little kid. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's something they kind of I, lose. I really like her acting like a little kid. Though it is funny that in this, you know, we say, oh, in this episode she acts like a little kid. In about five minutes she, she will not be. Oh, a kid for sure. Yeah. She's a guru. Yeah. So um, what happens after they read the letter is Marge gets upset even though she laughs the letter mm-hmm. and then Homer decides let's do things as a, as a family like the Flanders. You can't sit sincerely use the word bosom you haven't been able to do that for 50 years maybe in 1990 you were on like the breaking point of yeah, that but um, still like I think Macarini was talking about uh, laughing at church songs talking about being in the bosom of Abraham <laughs> and laughing that, at, at those that's kind of Jeff, things that's, that was the writer Jeff Martin oh Jeff oh, Martin was laughing. okay yeah he may have, he went, I think it went to like Christian camp or something like that yeah uh, we have something in common well, so oh go ahead and yeah with the promise of ch- Chocolate frosted mil- frosty chocolate milkshakes. I can't believe is that a Tracy Ullman runner. Yeah, I feel or... like they hadn't said frosty chocolate milkshakes on the show. Yeah, until yeah. then, it maybe really in uh, we, have it, we we have a clip of it. Um, Notice Grace like home, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm, it, frosty. The that, fake Simpsons family said that. I think that yeah, became a thing like in our family too that we would say frosty chocolate well, milkshake. Well, we Come would, on, boy. We would say, oh hey, we just finished this hike together, or we just did this thing. Let's go to Dairy Queen for some frosty chocolate milk. Um, that's my shout out to Brett Elson, who does, in my opinion, the greatest season zero Homer and Marge impression. It ever. is really good. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh I, Homer. Another of my Marge, favorite lines Marge. was earlier when Homer, when Ned says mowing the lawn, and then Homer says, "Who told?" Like, that's such a great snide thing to say. I need to pull that into my. Thing. The, the, so this all, this all culminates in this. This sucks, and but this is also uh, something I felt as a kid. And I don't think people give kids credit before uh this escalates to a situation where the kids are pitted against one another and i remember watching it as a kid and realized oh this isn't my family no like this is not my scenario i don't have to worry about this this is not everybody and i don't think people trust young people enough to think that not everything they see on tv is emblematic of reality this pressure is not on me yeah like i didn't feel that at all and i'm watching this now i'm like this is horrible i had to remember how i felt I'm like oh yeah nothing because my parents aren't like this and i do like that uh, bart knows he's a loser he's yeah. looking at all of his trophies <laughs> yeah. it's like participants like thanks for showing up and it does kind of defeat so, that that whole millennial thing where it's like you think you're so special because you got trophies it's like no we all realize that these trophies were yeah. shit yeah. and yeah. bart does as well he's like no these these mean nothing like there's, i just showed up there's literally a trophy called displayed on his thing called everybody gets a trophy day that's right 
Yeah, and it does feel like it's undercutting something that would be complained about 25 years later. Yeah. Like, no, no, we know this is garbage. But so. I also remember how exciting it was to receive a trophy trophy for nothing. I have a Those collection of trophies for nothing. So, what did you get? The, what did I get this for? Yeah, I won this for um, not dying before the soccer season was over. <laughs> Congrats. So did you guys do miniature golf a lot as a kid? We did. Like, I, I, putt, I putt, played baby. Putt, well, same deal. Putt, mm-hmm. putt, and miniature golf. I know, it's just like, a chain yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. I don't oh, think yeah. I did because this episode set me up for miniature golf that would never really exist where each hole is this, this magnificent like display yeah. so, so like when i played miniature golf like maybe three or four years later i'm like this is all just like flat greens with like yeah. i've been to a few that had some interesting like flair to it but nothing like even one of the holes. well in, in, yeah. in central florida like this is huge like mm-hmm. like entire tableaus of fallen societies that's one hole <laughs> uh so that, that does happen in the orlando area uh but like my like I fluctuate constantly with getting Simpsons tattoos on me. Uh, I'm glad I never have. The first one I was in line to get it before I had to leave. Homer Simpson popping at a beer keg. It felt very important when I was 21. <laughs> um, but right now, alligator with boxing gloves. That is like, great. Right now, like it d- made no sense. Like right now, I would get an alligator with boxing. Did gloves. the uh, the the monkey like have like a mortar board or something? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Was, like, yeah. Professor? it was like graduate professor monkey. And <laughs> I did love the cute. It was a cheap visual gag. It was pretty Homer cheap, dancing yeah. like the monkey getting angry, and again still angry. I also did love the joke that that one of the Homer hits it into one of three holes and it goes to the parking lot. Yes. Like that is such a cheap thing for the for the. That company. actually like that happened to me. There would be like the the final hole where you would get a you would either hit it into this thing that got you a free ball but you, mm-hmm. you could hit it into the thing that like just put it into nowhere so yeah that well, it felt I like very know, true to life at to me putt, putt, where how it works is like you didn't pay for the clubs or to be on the course you paid for a ball that's right uh, yeah. so if you lost the ball you'd have to go back and buy another one mm-hmm. and it also i absolutely was the kid who got bored and just did a full-on like eight three wood <laughs> You did a drive. Yeah, well, yeah. Full think, on follow through. I think the other thing that wasn't realistic about this episode was that Bart should have been like, yeah, I'm going to the arcade. Like the arcade that's the arcade attached to this. inside of this there. place that's yeah. better. And I was more interested in that, yeah. Filled with smoke and lovely. Uh, but yeah, the, the guys go to a golf competition. Uh, go, uh, go to a miniature golf course and see. What was the miniature golf course called? I didn't, uh, uh, Sir Putzel? Sir Putzel. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not the most inspired. Uh, and, most uh, they too. notice there's yeah. a competition for money. Hey, look! Wow, first prize, $50. Wow, free balloons for everyone who enters. (laughs) So, my little Bartley, thinking of entering the tournament? Yeah, he's entering, and once more, he's going to win, aren't you, boy? I guess it's possible. Hey, I like that confidence, but I hope you're not putting too much pressure on the boy. My Todd's awfully good. Oh, yeah? Well, I think the fruit of my loins can beat the fruit of your loins any day of the week. When Homer says, like, it is not okay to lose, like, that's harsh. But, Dad, I've never won anything in my life. Son, this is the only time I'm ever going to say this. It is not okay to lose. This is classic bad advice, Homer. Yeah, From the, yeah. the first and second seasons, where the joke is, like, he will say the worst thing at the worst time. But... Props again to Castellaneta because that that I love his inflection on yeah. That. Like, like, there's a desperation in Homer's voice. Well, as they note they note in the commentary that mm-hmm. they thought that they remember Dan's getting very Dan Castellaneta getting very red in the face during many of the line readings of him shouting. I don't doubt it. Shouting at, at Ned. I, yeah. There's this is a long one, but it's it's him. It's a Homer trying to teach Bart to appreciate his club and possibly I, I love this name. Bit. What are you doing? That putter is to you what a bat is to a baseball player. What a violin is to the the guy, the the violin guy. Now, come on, give your putter a name. What? Come on, give it a name. Mr. Putter. You want to try a little harder, son? 
Come on, give it a girl's name. Mom. Your putter's name is Charlene. Why? It just is, that's why. Now this is a picture of your enemy, Todd Flanders. Every day, I want you to spend 15 minutes staring at it and concentrating on how much you hate him and how glorious it will be when you and Charlene annihilate him. Who's Charlene? I'll show you who Charlene is. Now start hating. Homer is an inch away from hitting him with a golf club. Yeah, I love this punctuation. Hi, Bart. <laughs> so he waves at him from the from the window across. So the far, we have a ball named Homer and a putter named Charlene <laughs> in this entire uh, run. So far, I do like. I think Mr. Putter is a much better name. It's a better Charlene. name, yeah. Where, where did Charlene come from? Who knows? I, I think things need to have feminine names, like cars and boats yeah. and putters. That's a very dad feeling. Like, yeah. hey, you call these things, these things you own are women. That's why I'm going to buy a boat and name it Batman's Penis. Ooh, I like <laughs> it. It's, it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Oh, so then Lisa yeah, gets like, in on it. Bart turns to Lisa. I, I think Lisa recognizes Bart's plate, in which she doesn't know what it's like for anyone to take an interest in her. That's I my line her. of the yeah. show. I wish I got it. I'm like, thankful dad has little to no interest in everything i everything do, I do. Mm-hmm. that's a feeling i could more identify with it. yeah Bart no, getting, not, getting his dad too interested i'm more inter- i more remember not like, me but it's just like yeah. like i said i'm closer to being a father there are no plans and i am not having any sex <laughs> but it's gonna happen sooner or later and, uh, and like oh yeah remind yourself not to do that not, yeah. not to ignore your daughter's needs because they might not be similar to yours whereas I'll like anything my son does. I do think like Lisa understands that it's better if they don't care because yeah. I remember a later line where it's like they miss his half-ass underparenting. Yeah, where yeah. it's like he was, he's caring too much and it's destroying their your lives. Half-ass overparenting is much worse than your half-ass underparenting. Yeah, I was using my whole ass. <laughs> and okay, then comes like the introduction to like I. I have since read a tiny bit of Lao Tzu actually mm-hmm. in this really good comic book that was like the teaching of Lao Tzu as what? a comic, but. This is my introduction to it, though I didn't yeah. know it. Like, and that one hand clapping joke was the best. I, I knew that. That's how I would have answered it. I was doing it at home too. Like, I was yeah. just like, "Oh, yeah, it's really yeah. easy." I, I definitely ha- had that, but I, I love her interact. Like, I love the portrayal of Lisa, Lisa as the lame intellectual, mm-hmm. and I, I never not laughed. At her walking to the library and saying, hey, gang. <laughs> the whole <laughs> library gang. The whole library yeah. knows little, little Lisa. And and I, I laughed a little more when she... The Dewey Decimal System. Mm. Holy shit. I miss card catalogs. Card catalogs and her looking... And seeing what, what is related to putting. We need to say this is one of several card catalog jokes yeah. of the first <laughs> yes. three or four seasons, yeah. I believe. I mean, this is pre-internet pre-like yeah. computer system like this is uh, do you know what a card catalog is let us know please i think the last card catalog joke they ever did was when they agreed card catalogs were out of date and no one goes to the library and they open the card catalog and bats oh bats fly out yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah that I was, was like the the sideshow bob yeah, runs side for yeah, uh, governor sideshow bob Mayor. roberts yeah so wonderful quick cut on that but this i love this clip hi lisa hey ralph hi lisa hey gang okay bart this is the card catalog let's see Golf, anecdotes, Eisenhower and profession, humor, Japanese obsession with. Ah, here it is. Putting. Eisenhower on Japanese obsession. I didn't with. get that letter joke with the Japanese obsessed with golf yeah, at some I didn't point. Know that was a stereotype in the nineties. Yeah. I didn't research. I've it. seen. I. I like. I know in Lost in Translation, there's a scene where Bill Murray goes golfing, but I just figured they have the same amount of golf courses as is average. There and, are a lot of Japanese golf games, especially from this time around on the Famicom. True. You know, in like the Maybe Genesis. Maybe it got popular just then. Well, it's, yeah. it's. I. I attribute it to something like the Brits. Love their racing games. That is very and true. It's yeah. because 
a car is a giant luxury, as is the space to use it. Golf requires a dick load of wasted space. Yeah, yeah. which Japan does not have. Yes, That's, which Japan yeah, does not yeah. have. That's the thing where we, where I lived in Florida, I can't speak for you, Chris. No, but for sure. Where I, said, I lived in Florida, there are golf courses everywhere because yeah. that's the only shit people want to use that real estate for. Yeah, just like uh, like paved over swamps. But right? it's also yeah. like I love living in a city because I grew up in Florida and like, well, everything's a mile away. Yep. Yeah, everything. I need a car to drive everywhere, yes. and there will be parking everywhere I go too. But and now, if I want liquor, crack, or a hostess pie, it's just—it's <laughs> less than a block. It's away. all in the same place, really. Did yeah. you think it was weird that Krusty was at that pool hall? It was <laughs> weird. It, it was like Krusty pre the Saint makeup Krusty. Yeah, you know, he was—he was in this like fleshy, like flesh skin. I—I I think it's much better once they decided. Like, no, he always wears makeup. He is yeah. always a clown. That was an early choice too. That was like season four, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it's ain't makeup. Um, I love. I love the influence in game. This is we recently streamed the Simpsons game, mm. the second best Simpsons game, still terrible. Mm. Uh, from t- 2007, I'll call the third best, Chris, and I'll which, challenge you. Which one? Which one's better? I would go arcade, hit and run, and then Simpsons hit and runs. Game. You're right. Yeah. Hit and runs fine. We had some yeah. lag issues. That was yeah. our own setup. Pro- that was our se- problem yeah. with our setup. It's 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 an ancient game at this point. But if so. you played the Simpsons game, like I love Zen Lisa, and I love that this is kind of where they establish Lee. Lisa's the most likely to get into Eastern philosophy. That's and true. And before you play your clip, uh, the arcade game, you know, it is the attract mode, mm-hmm. and all the characters have a quote. This this embrace nothingness is from this episode. Oh, really? It's not. It's not Lisa's yeah. quote, but it's from this episode where, like, you see, like Lisa, age eight, hobbies, like blood type, whatever. No, it I, says embrace nothingness. That's wow. what she's saying, and it's from this episode. That. That's amazing. Yeah. But I, I love. I I call this clip Zen Lisa. I'll probably listen to it before I fall asleep. What's the sound of one hand clapping? Piece of cake. No, Bart. It's a three thousand year old riddle with no answer. It's supposed to clear your mind of conscious thought. No answer. Lisa, listen up. <laughs> Ugh, let's try another one. If a tree falls in the woods and no one's around, does it make a sound? Absolutely. <laughs> but Bart, how can sound exist if there's no one there to hear it? Ooh. That's, it's a very good <laughs> riddle, but it's, it is... Something that it hurt the riddle for me all my life when people would bring it up to be like, isn't this great and introspective? Like, nah, I heard that on Simpsons. I'm yeah. Eight. Like, I know it's like, this. It's like, the oldest cone in the book. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I think so we Bart missed... becomes awesome. He does. And mm-hmm. I think we missed a little plot point here in that Homer tries to make the, the challenge more interesting by having a bet with Flanders. Yes. Where they agree to mow the lawn in their wife's Sunday dress. Flanders, I don't care what this looks like. Bart's going to mop the floor with your son's ugly butt. May the best man win. The mating call of the loser. Now, just a minute, Simpson. I think my son has a very good chance. Oh, yeah? Want to bet? Ah, uh, well, I'm not, I'm not a betting man. <laughs> oh, I'm a chicken, am I? That's right. Oh, all right. How's this for a wager? Uh, a, a batch of your wife's delicious blueberry muffins against uh, one of my wife's homemade wind chimes. Oh, well, well, are you afraid to make a real bet? No, I just... <laughs> you know, Simpson... You're starting to annoy me. Oh, about this, Henny Penny. If Bart wins tomorrow, you have to mow my lawn. All right. And if Pod wins, you have to mow my lawn. Uh, and do a decent job of it for a change. <laughs> Better yet, you have to mow my lawn in your wife's Sunday dress. You have yourself a bet, you jackanini. <laughs> 
Love God, that after so all this, yeah. Homer drags Ned to his level. And then Marge mm-hmm. has to write the contract where yeah. it's rewritten, and this will eventually bite Ned in the ass a little bit, where it's like, not the loser, the father of the loser, the father of the boy who doesn't win I, has I, to mow the lawn. So separate who I am, who I was then and who I am now when I remember, like, fucking Flanders, the boy who doesn't win. I'm like, yeah, loser is, is a pretty harsh yeah, you word. Don't be, you want to be branded with that my, in a legal context. Yeah, I don't want to call my eight-year-old a loser. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big plot hole here for me that Bart is getting good at golf, which is what Homer wanted. Mm-hmm. But Homer seems unable to recognize that Bart is good at it. Is it just because he didn't teach Bart to I don't, do it? I don't know like, if it's if it's intentional, but it, I would assume it's to imply that Homer's so selfish he's blinded the fact too, that he has yeah. a, good, a pretty good chance of winning this bet that he made. It's it more has, about uh, getting one over on Flanders than whatever yeah, Bart is doing, yeah. I think. And then I also thought when Bart hits the gets mad at Homer and hits the ball wrong and it bounces off and nearly hits Homer in the head, That's the I think at that point... Home Bart is so good at golf that he did that on purpose. This like is, he was yeah, trying. For sure. This is a good <laughs> theory because it doesn't make any sense right. considering the montage we just saw. Yeah. Which, by the way, Lisa said it's a matter of simple geometry. I'm going to lure and push my glasses up. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's not factoring in force inertia. Uh, exactly. Wind. She didn't <laughs> tell velocity, him how, how hard to hit it, but yeah. That... I also said that Lisa uh, asked Bart to define nirvana, uh, mm. to which he associates a state of being. And not the band. This is the last time that will ever happen. Oh, for sure. This is on the brink of Nirvana popularity. Uh, Oh, I also... So these are two bits from the commentary I wanted to mention around now, too. Mm -hmm. The first, that one-hand clapping joke they credit to George Meyer, who Mm. is, like, one of their best writers ever, barely is credited as a writer on stuff. And then second, they point out that, one... Marge has never worn those dresses, any dress that even no. looks like the ones they're bringing up in the example, <laughs> to the point that Mike Reese even brings up, like, did she get those from Clarabelle Cow? They are very <laughs> like, matronly, like, turn-of-the-century dresses with, like, petticoats and mm-hmm. polka dots, and I just don't understand <laughs> what context. Kentucky Derby post-World yeah. War. Yeah. Um, Marge, has, Marge has one Sunday dress, and that's the one she wears when they go to church every yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's very of, of the 90s, I yeah, think. Exactly. And, like, when Homer later, spoilers... She's uh, he's wearing her dress. He's like, oh, that's my good dress. But it's like you've never worn that, Marge. <laughs> that's like your great grandma's dress. Just I want to burn some clips before we get to the oh, finale. for sure. Go like, for it. Uh, this is like the fourth episode in the row. I have a clip just called "Praying." <laughs> we beseech thee. Hey, Flanders, it's no use praying. I already did the same thing, and we can't both win. <laughs> I do like Homer is stupid, but he's really underlining the the like the fraud how, of religion. Well, like, like uh, the, how how useless praying to win a game is because yeah, it's like, aren't we all like uh, like if you believe in God, aren't we all like you know, under his under his reign and yeah. and playing by the same rules? Like, why would he favor you over us? It's just like if I haven't given context as a little kid growing up in Florida, I was going. My parents weren't super religious. Grandparents were went to Christian camp though. Joking about prayer. And God is not was not cool in Florida. In public schools, you would be chastised like giant prayer circles everywhere. God was everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. And The Simpsons was the only like while I'm growing up and questioning aspects of religion, which is not allowed. The Simpsons was the <laughs> only place doing it via clips like this, like slightly underhanded, like mm-hmm. what's God gonna do? I did like right before they go there, their breakfast before the big mm-hmm. game. I think it's the first time I've ever seen the joke is that Marmaduke sucks and that anybody who laughs at Marmaduke <laughs> oh, is right. dumb. Um Henry, that you have like inadvertently the... stumbled upon my line of the show. Yeah, that's <laughs> That's the joke. Because the best line in the show to emphasize how truly dumb Homer is. <laughs> it's crazy, Marmaduke. <laughs> there would be at that's least it. 
There would be like four more of these. Like I think Rex Morgan, MD, you've got the cure for the daily blues. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, Andy Cap, you wife beating drunk. No, like it, it doesn't matter. If you're an adult who laughs out loud at a Marmaduke cartoon. <laughs> and by the like, way, R.I.P. Yeah. Marmaduke guy just died Did recently. He really? Yeah, he did after being defamed oh, on Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and the, I feel like that's in 1990. That's so new of mm. them saying the, we're saying Marmaduke sucks by having by an having, idiot yes. like it. That yeah. was edgy, like saying Garfield is bullshit. Like in, in 1991, it's like Garfield's king of the world. How dare you? It's and like, I was no. the biggest Sunday strip fan. Our, our our city didn't have Marmaduke, so I had my grandparents save their newspaper so I wow. could read it when I came over. Listen, Gar- uh, Marmaduke only needed one panel. Uh, Everybody would... else needed three. Marmaduke was good with one. I'm trying to think of this stupid big dog cartoon in Parade. Howard Huge. I love you, Bob. <laughs> Christ. So, and then, so then comes their ba- the big putting game, which is where they also could shove in another Abraham Lincoln joke. Right. They just love I would that say Lincoln machine. I love the Lincoln. Machine. This 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 whole entire montage is really short on gags. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's mainly served by these two like Masters tournament announcers, very British guys. Well, it's only that guy. Only one of them. Talks. Only one yeah, of them talks. I, mean, I kept You're expecting right. the other one to quip like you're completely out of line, and he I, never did. I forgot. It, it, it's just Dan Castellaneta doing yes. like. A British accent. But well, I, they, they point out that the silent on the commentary. They point out the silent guy sitting next to him is the father from the Princess Cashmere bachelor party. The one oh, who says we were in hell. That's, that's like the that's, that's Eugene him. Fisk's dad. That's Mister Fisk. Holy wow. Shit. Yeah. Uh, I also point that he. he this British, this eloquent British man, is a KBBL employee. That's, that is who is doing the golf commentary. The uh, Marty Spinner, Marty in the morning. What is it? I want to Bill, say and Marty. Bill and Marty. Bill and Marty. It's it's um, one of those guys. It, no, 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 he but works it's, for KBBL. It's KBBL. Okay. On to the KBBL. So they're sponsoring the it. most diverse radio station I can imagine. Who are bo- doing both morning zoos and uh, child miniature golf competitions. And in case you didn't realize, KBBL is actually a joke because K-Babble. BBL is babble. Babble. So that's that's 1994, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Take it or leave it. <laughs> This, 1990. This, I love this character. If one were to look up courage in the Oxford English Dictionary, one might very well come upon the photo of these two gladiators. They approach the final hole in the shadow of the great emancipator, deadlocked at eight strokes on the happy side of par. Soon, one man will emerge triumphant. He will drink naught but champagne, while his opponent tastes bitter defeat in this off-cool game. Are you saying children will drink champagne? Like that's the... I think they're implying that, yeah, the winner would drink champagne. I don't know, but it's it's a wonderful read and or a wonderful So, improv. Bob, can you explain that one joke to me that he says? That I can't the... explain it, but I can read it because I, I, I Googled it after this and I was like, there's way too much reading that goes into me understanding this joke. But the, mm. the final joke is basically um, Bart and Todd. It's Todd, not Rod, right? It is mm-hmm. Todd. Yeah. Nobody is, knows. It is Todd. Well, whatever. It's one of the Flanders is. Uh, I think they've joked on commentaries that they don't even remember. That, half yeah. the, that Nancy is half the time played Rod and half the time yeah even Todd. the voices change but they agree that like the competition is stupid it's not they're not doing it for them they're doing it for their father so they just mm-hmm. agree to have a draw and the announcer says this is the most stirring display of gallantry and sportsmanship <laughs> since since Mountbatten gave India back to the Punjabs I, which is a very yeah. British Empire specific joke about the exchange of territories between Britain, the British Empire, and India in like the 1930s. <laughs> I think. Wow. Um, it is. It is probably like the the most obscure joke I've heard, and it's said so fast yes. that I needed I, to put on the subtitles to even understand yeah. what he was saying. I, I think those are just like syllables to me as a kid. I'm yeah. like, he just said those words. They're just going to move on to a new. This, think, this was the first time I looked up what he was actually saying, and it was like, oh, this this means something. It's yeah. not just like uh, I, I have no idea what I thought it meant before. But, I heard Matt Groening say it in the context of Futurama, but like, like I don't think you understand how smart the people are writing for us. 
They went to college, got great degrees, and are completely wasting them on cartoons. Yeah, I think Futurama had three PhDs three on the staff. PhDs. And they're all like mathematicians. Yeah, yeah, and this is what they do. They over, yeah. Write grandma sex jokes. <laughs> so that's why, yeah, same with those Yale, all the, sorry, not Yale, Harvard. <gasps> Excuse those, me. Yeah, There's no those, Yale lampoon. All those Harvard writers. By the way, the writers on the commentary made me feel extra old because they say a thing that makes it clear this was recorded over 10 years ago. Oh, for sure. Wow, the commentaries. The commentaries on the DVDs that felt new, they're old now. They're like 13 years old at this point, at least at this this recording. Wow. And someday this will be old. Yes. Please, please, no. I don't want to age anymore. So uh, what happens is, uh, even though the, the there's a draw, Homer does not want to let, let Ned win, mm-hmm. even though he would also lose. So they both have to to mow the lawn in their wife's Sunday best. Mm-hmm. But Flanders actually gets into it; like yeah. he enjoys it. He's having fun with well, it because he knows he can have Our kids fun. showed us something today, huh? By working together, we can both be winners. <laughs> Thank heaven neither of us has to go through with that silly wager. Put her there, pal. Oh, so you're going to welch on our bet. What are you talking about? Neither boy lost. I got it right here in writing. The father of the boy who doesn't win has to mow the lawn in his wife's Sunday dress. <laughs> but neither. I mean, we're both. I mean, you have to do it, too. It's a small price to pay to see you humiliate yourself. Mm. That I actually love that moment because it does feel like a parody of sitcoms that on a that on current sitcoms then that would have been the end where Flanders says well I guess our kids really taught us a lesson didn't they yeah and then Homer would go I guess they did let me buy you a beer but instead Homer's like oh you're gonna well shot up <laughs> let me find one more moment to be petty with yeah he refuses to learn a lesson and so the, the episode ends with the entire neighborhood laughing at them. Yes. And Homer is very upset, but Flanders is just having fun with it. He's well, just Flanders like... Flanders got a better lawnmower. It's gonna be, he's going to be done fast. I don't know if it was revealed in this episode or maybe a later one, but there, he went to an all-boys college where he regularly <laughs> dressed in drag to do yeah. stuff. I forget. Was that it this was episode? Streetcar. Okay, yeah. Street car. I played Lance Dubois. Exactly. One of the benefits Ned of going Flanders to an may school. have the best backstory of any Simpsons cast He's member. the best. Yeah. I, lo- I love him in this era because he's just a really nice guy who's not aware that he's making people feel insecure. <laughs> also, <laughs> Take into account that Ned is, tech, is supposed to be 60 at this point, Oh, too. shit. I, I do not acknowledge Dad, that. I, re, I, re, I don't recognize that either. Because oh his parents God. couldn't be beatniks if he's 60. No, no. That's, that was bullshit. With he was like 60 in 1999 or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. The one where they go to Vegas is a good episode. But if it's on the fact that, that Flanders is the best-looking 60-year-old ever, like... I hate that. that. We'll get to that in like five years, I think. <laughs> Nine years, man. That's that's like man, that's a Scully show. The show's just going to be just all all of us complaining or <laughs> being like, we were wrong, we were so wrong. I miss these, and I miss being thirty. <laughs> I can't get any inner reception onto my eye Google eye device. <laughs> Oh, boy. So I guess that was Talking Simpsons for this week. Indeed it was. But thanks for joining us. I am Bob Servo on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I also host the podcast Retronauts, the classic gaming podcast. Every week we have a new episode. Please go to usgamer.net or just search Retronauts on the podcast app or platform of your choice. Everybody else, please plug things. Um, I uh, host a show called Laser Time with a bunch of these guys coming on to co-host with me. And uh, we should be launching another... If you like the little news break we do in the beginning, maybe at this point we have a show all about... 
about that. 30, 20, 10, what life was like 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago. I really want to hear this. Yeah. We're, we hope we can do that. Lasertimepodcast.com. And you can help us get to that and make that a reality by going to patreon.com slash lasertime and supporting us that way. And I also do a comic book show, Cape Crisis, and appear on Video Game Apocalypse, Cheap Podcast, all the great podcasts on the Lasertime Network. Just go to lasertimepodcast.com and look them up. They're well, all great. You heard what they said. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode of Talking Simpsons. Until then, we'll see you next time. Bye.